Welcome to It's All BS, a podcast about success and mindset. I'm on a mission to help you get unhooked from what's keeping you from having the life you want. I'm your host, Master Certified Success Coach, Belinda Smith, founder of unhookedlife.com. Ready? Let's go. Hello. 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 Um... Let me adjust this mic. Okay. What is good? What is good, beautiful humans? It is um, today and it is this actual time. And I thought that I would go ahead and let you know that I have still shown up for every single one of my podcasts. For those of you who are keeping track on my um, absences, I have not had an absence when, when the podcast is actually happening you know? So basically I'm saying we haven't ever had to put up, um, an actual podcast called silence. Although that kind of makes me giggle. And I'm not saying I'm not going to do that now. (laughs) I, I, I don't mean to start stuff out, um, every time by telling you something that's sort of over the top, but yet this is my life and this is what it's all BS. So it's all Belinda Smith. So I have to tell you this real quick, (laughs) real quick. Um, okay. So, so I am standing outside of Kroger's or Kroger, I don't know, whatever you say. Um, and if you're not from around here, I don't know if, if everyone has a Kroger, but that's a grocery store <clears throat> standing out, out front of Kroger. And there was this guy who, <clears throat> pardon me, he has his uh, foot in a, or you know, foot in a boot. His arm is in a sling There's a big scar on his nose where it's obviously been broken. And he has one of those walkers that, you know, you can like press the brake and, and then, or, and, or you can turn it around and sit down. So the, the dude is like talking, talking, talking. And the next thing I know, like now he's talking to me and he's telling me the street. I mean, listen, I think a lot of you know me or know me well enough now to know that like, (laughs) I do find myself in like the weirdest experiences. And I think like there must be some sort of me that prefers it because I'm still me. (laughs) This is so bad. Okay. So he starts telling me this whole story and I'm not exactly sure why it's happening, but he starts telling me that his, um, he got $50,000 worth of music equipment stolen from him that, um, being in Nashville has been like not awesome then he tells me about his girlfriend or ex-girlfriend. I never could figure that part out who he says is a narcissist and that she is telling everyone that he is physically abusive to her. And then he's getting evicted because she was supposed to help pay for his rent and she decided not to stay with me. Y'all I'm not even remotely done with this situation. Oh, Oh wait. The one of the other parts to set the picture is that he's holding, um, a drink, like a a diet cooker, whatever from Chick-fil-A and a bag of Chick-fil-A food. Okay. So he's holding a Chick-fil-A. We have this, the Walker, we have the hand in a sling and we have the, the, uh, leg in a boot. He is standing up. So, so so, I don't know. I'm already at this place, the girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. Then now she's not going to pay for his rent. So he's being evicted and then he tells me that he's got friends from all over, you know, like Atlanta, Detroit. Those are the two I remember. Um, there's other places too. And he's like, you know, I know, I know some people. He's like, I, I just, she needs, she didn't know, like I knew people. And so essentially the girlfriend 
has, what is that doing? iPhone. No. Anyway, I'll have to come back. That was a weird message. Okay. Or from my computer. Okay. So he's asking, or he's telling me about the girlfriend. The girlfriend apparently is telling everybody that he is abusive to her. And he has all of this to prove that he's not abusive, that she's abusive to him. Yes, y'all, I'm still standing in front of Kroger. This is still actually happening. So I don't even forget that situation. Here I am. I'm Now I'm all in. And at one point, he was like, so, okay, so the kid, her son comes and shoots him. He's like, he pulls a gun on me. It's like a week after everything happened. He pulls a gun and he shoots me. And... <laughs> Now I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know what's happening. Because, you know, he just said he knew people from all over. He said, I didn't tell anyone to do that. I don't know what happened. But I'm just saying a week after um, her, her son came and shot me and a week after that happened, her son was murdered. Good times. Great. This is awesome. Please, God, let me get out of the situation. And so then he proceeds to tell me it's like a month later, her sister was murdered and he didn't know how that happened either. This is still happening to me. Remember, make the picture, Chick-fil-A, that, everything. He's like, so then he's like, do you, do you want to see where she shot me? I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, no. Like, I don't even want to be in this conversation. Like, all I want to do is get in my car and go far, far away. So it doesn't matter because, y'all, <laughs> it's still happening. So he hands me the Chick-fil-A bag. And so now I am the one holding the Chick-fil-A bag and he proceeds to like, like he was shot sort of like it was wearing a t-shirt. So if you were to pull up your t-shirt far enough, like you could see where the, he was shot in his shoulder. So he's like, here's, here's the, where the, the gun went in. He sort of turned around and showed me behind the shoulder, the, the shoulder arm where it went out. And it wasn't like it was healed. It was fine. You have to remember I was a disability advocate for like five years. And then I worked for social security for 18 years. Like this behavior as weird as, as it is, it doesn't really shock me. I mean, people always want to show their stuff. Um, <laughs> but wait, but wait, there's more still go back to the picture. The walker, this arm in a sling, person in a boot, someone I don't know. And now I am holding the bag of Chick-fil-A and he literally pulled down his sweatpants and showed me where he had also been shot in the front of the leg. I don't, (laughs) I didn't, I mean, he didn't like expose himself. Like we exposed his underwear and his (laughs) Anyway, I don't actually know where that bullet came out. And that's really what I needed to tell you. And I've been talking, telling this, this story for seven minutes, so I'm going to stop it. Uh, okay, so there was that part, and <laughs> I just don't know what to do. I just, yeah, seven minutes. So now I have to get to something like really, really smart. Okay, you ready? Um, the entire thing here, and that it, it doesn't actually have anything to do with that story, but that was just for you. Today I want to talk to you about how um, things do get hard. But just because things are hard, it doesn't mean you quit. And I'm going to use the parallel of something I've been going through with my songwriting for a few years, actually, like not, it's like a few months is a bit. And what happened, and I know I talk about this on here, but I'm still going to tell y'all anyway, you know, my mom was diagnosed with cancer, kidney cancer. They're like, oh, this is the best kind of cancer. You'll take a pill for the rest of your life. It'll be fine. Great. Wonderful. Then they wanted to remove a kidney and then we came back and it was, um, one of a very, very 
rare, uh, aggressive cancer. Did the treatments, we did everything, and she died uh, October 7th of 2019. And what, what happened through that for me was I got really mad at God. And I couldn't help it. It wasn't like, oh, okay, God, I'm really mad. It was just like this deep, deep, very personal, just inexplicable anger. And I just was like, okay, I don't understand why you would put my mom through that, why you would put our family through it, why you would um, like tear apart everything, why you would let it, let it be to her, why my family, and why should I even pray? Because you already know what you're going to do anyway. So what's the point of me asking you to not do this? Because you're already doing it. And I really kind of grappled with it. Like at first it was very like subconscious and it didn't really come up a whole lot. And then what happened with that anger, it was starting to take over my ability to write songs. And I found that I couldn't, I couldn't write songs for like a definitely the first year sort of from the behind the, the pre-death and sort of the after death could not, couldn't write songs, uh, maybe a year after that. And you know, through that, I was starting to realize, Oh, it's not that I've lost my ability. It's not that I've lost my love for writing itself. It's not that I've lost that talent. It's that I'm too angry to access it. So what I want to tell you here is even through all of that, I knew I was on hiatus in some, you know, and now it's very clear why, but I knew that I was not quitting. I knew that whatever was going to happen, however much time I needed it to take, I knew that that was going to come back. If And listen, I almost lost my writing deal through this. I wasn't turning in enough work. I wasn't hitting my quotas. Um, thank God my publisher is, is a dear friend. You kind of had a bit of an intervention with me, which was really helpful. But yeah, I almost lost my writing deal. Gosh, I still might. I don't know. I hope not. But just recently, I have kind of been drawn back um, into songwriting for joy, like just having just a, a big fun time playing the piano, making up songs. And on this side of it, on this side of the um, sort of the silent age, before I used to be like, I'm, t you know, I, I would always say, if you put me in a room and I had 10 minutes to write a song, if they're like, would you want lyrics or would you want music? I would always, always take the music part. It just came easier to me. And on this side of it, I am realizing that, yes, when I write a song, the music also comes in my head with a lyric typically, but I'm trying to like really squelch that down and only do lyrics. So it's sort of upside down from where I used to be. And I'm writing a lot by myself, which is sort of not a natural thing. We always like, you know, it doesn't matter. We, we all write with each other. There's a lot of reasons to do that. And then also these are like my co-writers are <laughs> my favorite humans because they're as weird as I am in their own special way. But it's been coming back in a very different way. And I am, I'm really, I'm receiving it with sort of awe. Does that make, you know, like, it's like, I'm not is this actually happening to me? Like the melodies are fine. They're what they were. I'm not as even interested in it at this point. I mean, I can do a melody and like, what can I do different? But the words are coming and they're, they're saying things that I hadn't said before. And I, 
want to say all of this, how everything is flipped. Just because it's hard doesn't mean you quit. And so whatever it is that you're doing, whenever it gets hard, whenever you're like, I'm not even sure what to do. Am I supposed to you know, take road A, road B, road C, or am I just to grab a lawn chair and sit here until it's clear? I can't answer any of the questions. I can't tell you if right now is a time for you to take a break. If right now is a time when you re- you need to be reaching out to other people. I can't tell you if now is a time for you to be alone. I can't tell you if now is a time for you to be like, all right, everybody come to me. I'm going to impart my wisdom to you. You're going to get it all. You're, I'm going to tell you everything I know. But what I can tell you from a very real and very serious place is just because it feels hard, it doesn't mean you quit. I cannot imagine my life without songwriting. I cannot imagine my life without helping. Hey, thanks again for listening to today's podcast. I'd love it if you invite your friends to listen in. If you could use some personalized support around this area of your life, I have a limited number of openings. So let's talk and see if we're a fit. The link to book a chat is in the show notes. Also, please go to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. Every star counts. See you next time.